Let's move beyond your comfort zone and into your genius zone because it's time to tap into the higher wisdom within you, your higher genius. I'm your host, Christy Turley, author of the book, The Intuition-Led Business, serial entrepreneur and intuitive intelligence expert. Imagine the possibilities when you can make better decisions and create practical and sustainable solutions using the power of your intuition, your higher genius. This is the Higher Genius Podcast. The next two podcast episodes are really special because we'll be exploring and appreciating the differences between men and women and how this knowledge can help us in our business and with our teams. Men and women alike will learn from the next two episodes. If you're ready to separate the illusions from the truth about femininity, join me on today's Mind Muse podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Dunya Lakundi, a business and life coach who helps ambitious women get rid of their emotional baggage from the past so that they can start building their fabulous future. And we have an amazing episode planned about embracing the differences between men and women and how women can best perform in the workplace. And that knowledge can transform your entire business. All right. Welcome, Dunya. Hello, Christy. <laughs> Good to have you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And you're you're joining us from the Netherlands today. Oh my gosh, yeah, from the Netherlands, and it's already evening here, and uh, very late and very cold and, yeah. and very windy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I'm in the Rocky Mountains, so it's pretty, pretty, oh, yeah. pretty much the same too. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you got started on your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. So yeah, well, my name is Danielle Kundi. I'm 44 years old. I live with my daughter and my husband in the Netherlands. So forgive my accent. Ha ha. No, just kidding. So I, I talk with an accent. Uh, English is my uh, third language. Uh, my first language is, the, of course, Dutch, second Moroccan and third English. So um, yeah, I live from a, a, in the Netherlands and I started you know, I have an interesting career path. I, I was a TV host, a national TV host on the Dutch television uh, channels. I was a, a QVC. You have QVC in the United yes, States. Yes, we uh, do. Absolutely. And I was working for the, a, daughter, uh, a daughter enterprise of QVC here in the Netherlands, selling beautiful stuff like beauty lines, laptops, computers, gadgets, whatever. Um, but I also worked in the corporate world as an account manager. I worked for Microsoft. I worked for an international video company. So I, I, what I did, I love what I did because I was always following my heart. And they call it a job hopper because I changed my jobs every two years because I wanted to have a new, new level of energy. So I was always looking for new stuff. Um, so that's why I have done a lot of uh, different jobs. And uh, my last job was uh, I was as a key account director for a big video company. I was selling uh, pre-rolls, uh, video advertising. Um, and, you know, in 2012, I became a mother. And when I was pregnant of my daughter, I, uh, I subscribed her for nursery, you know, uh, like, you know, when I go back to my job, uh, I work four days and my girl will go for three days to the nursery so that I can do my job and my husband will uh, stay one day at home and I will stay one day at home and the other three days she will go to the nursery, right? But that was when I was pregnant. I didn't see her. I didn't touch her. <laughs> I felt her. Uh, but when she was born, 
I was like, holy beep. Do I have to get, do I have to bring her to the nursery? Oh my gosh. I, I cannot imagine that life should be like that, that you drop a baby and bring her to the nursery, you know, like, you know, respect for every woman who can do that. I couldn't, I just couldn't take her to the nursery. I, I couldn't. And besides that, I had a very awful um, delivery of the baby uh, stuff. So I was really uh, weak at the moment, like physically weak, and I couldn't work. And, uh, but I started to work. Um, I, had, I had to work. So I started to work, and, but I didn't like it anymore. And, you know, you have to imagine before the pregnancy, my job was a really cool job. I had the best job in the world. I had like a, you know, a beautiful salary. I had everything, a car. I had everything, but when I came back, that cool job was not that cool anymore. Something has changed, and that was me, of course. Uh, I was a mother. I became a mother. Um, you know, I don't know. I, 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 um, I was like, you know, every woman who, who who becomes a mother, you know, she knows how to deal with it. She knows how to deal with motherhood and with her job. So I should do that too. I have to work. I have to work. So. You know, at a certain time, I, I found a way, you know, to uh, navigate through life, you know, having a job, having a baby, take it to the nursery, not three days, by the way, just two days. Um, I had my sister who also um, was taking care of my daughter. But I felt like, uh, I don't know, it's a saying in, in Netherlands, it's a saying in Dutch, but it's like a, a headless chicken. I don't know if it's saying in, uh, in yeah, in, in so we have something yeah. very similar. Yeah. You're running around like a, a chicken with its head cut off. It's a little yes. longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I felt like that because I was doing my stuff. I was doing my thing, but I couldn't feel the joy or the connection with, with my job. I only could feel that connection with my daughter and with my little family. So I, I was like, what the heck? What should I do? So I keep working, 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 working. And then, you know, surprise i got fired and i i didn't get fired that that i uh, was doing my job uh, very um that i like i i didn't do my job that well i was fired because somebody need, need needed to go away and that was me so that was really 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 a gift from heaven because um at that time of course i was angry <laughs> for two hours i was angry for two hours because like, how could you fire me and this and that? But then I was like, oh my gosh, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to stay at home with my daughter. And um, well, I stayed at home with my daughter. I got paid, you know, the company paid me a lot of money. And I got money from the government because we have this uh, law in the Netherlands when you, when you got fired, you can, you can get your money from the, from the, from the government. And and I was like, oh, I love this. You know, you know, I got money and I'm with my daughter in my PJs. And till one day, my husband was like, mm, shouldn't you go back to work, you know, to find a job or something? And I was like, nope, I'm not going to work anymore. I don't want to work from boss anymore. And he was like, yeah, but, you know, we, are have, to, we have to pay the mortgage. And, you know, huh? and I was like, yeah, I know, but I don't want to work from boss. And he told me, like, what do you want? And I was like, you know what? I want to work from home in my pajamas with Yara, the baby, you know, here next to me. And he was like, well, where would you find that job? And I was like, I don't know, but this is what I want. And this is what is, what is going to happen. 
but I didn't know how at that moment. I swear to you, within one week or two weeks, I don't remember, like really short time, uh, an ex uh, co-worker called me and he, he called me, he was like, hey Dunya, would you like to do the marketing of a big online casino? And I was like, uh, affiliate marketing? Yeah, of course I can do that. And he was like, yeah, sorry, we don't have an office yet in the Netherlands, uh, but yeah, you have to work from home. I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I manifested that. So I had this job, a freelance gig. It was not really a job. It was a freelance gig. Uh, working from home in my pajamas with the baby on my lap, doing affiliate marketing. And that's what I did. And I love that. And that was actually the start of my enter entrepreneurial journey. Uh, I went to the Chamber of Commerce, I subscribed myself as a freelancer, but I subscribed myself also as a coach because I, at the same time I was doing a coaching, uh, a coaching course from the, from, the, from the United States as a law of attraction coach. And yeah, so I, I started that journey and uh, I'm still uh, an entrepreneur, so, and I love it. <laughs> yes. And fast forward to now, you're a coach. Yeah, I'm a coach. Yeah, I stopped working as a freelancer. Um, uh, three years ago, um, now I'm 100% coach and I love what I do. I call my, you know, it's so lame to say I'm a coach, like everyone is a coach. Uh, but I call myself a women's empower because that's what I do. I empower women, um, women who are stuck, who cannot move forward because of emotional blocks. I can help them move them forward easily. And fast. <laughs> yeah, totally. I love it. And in your work, you talk about the three sets, the mindset, the heart set, and the gut set. Do you want to talk a little yeah. bit about that? Yeah. So as a coach, I call myself sometimes um, an anti-mindset coach. And why do I say that? Is Well, you know, in the personal development world, everyone is talking about this mindset. You have to work on your mindset. You have to work on your money mindset. It's every, if you want to be successful, you have to work on the mindset. Uh, and I'm like, you know, you know what the biggest problem is women are dealing with? It's that they are already too much in their mind. That's the problem. And we don't only have a mindset. We also have a heart set and a gut set. So the heart set is where the emotions reside, the, your values, your, your life values. And your gut set is your female factor, is your female intuition you have. And that's something, it's a gift and you have it already. But women are too much in their heads and like the headless chicken, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. me, I was that, mm -hmm. I was too much in my head. Disconnected, right? Yeah. Like quite literally. Exactly. So you are totally disconnected and a lot of women are suffering with it. Not only female entrepreneurs, but also, especially the women in the corporate world. So look, we live in a society which is very masculine. Um, there are a lot of masculine measurement. You know, if you look at the job, uh, a new job opening, it's, it's, if you look at the job description, it's a very masculine way. Um, uh, written down um, mm -hmm. but we are women you know we are we are different look we are the same we well we are equal but we are not the same we've been trying to fit in with men right because it's a man's world that, yeah you know? yeah and 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 that's why women are so stuck because they think to be successful they need to focus they need to do goal setting they need to work on the mindset they need to be consistent and those are the things are going against 
our own flow of our own female being. So, and that's what I, that's why I, I call myself uh, as a joke, like I'm the anti-mindset coach. It's not that I don't work with the mind. Of course I do work with the mindset, but it's not only the mindset. It's the heart set and the gut set. And when you want to have a real deep breakthrough as a woman, we start at the heart set level, the emotions, because what, what keeps us stuck are those emotions. And especially, of course, the negative ones. Um, but then again, we don't have negative emotions. We, we have emotions, but we label it as negative because we don't want to feel that. We don't want to feel anger. We don't want to feel fear. We don't want to feel anxious. We don't want to feel um, um, a, a low value of ourselves. We don't want to feel that. So we stuff it up, you know. Don't think about it. Don't feel it. Stuff it up. Don't think about it. So you become disconnected. Mm-hmm. And, but in, an emotion, it's a moving energy. You know, it's a moving and it, it comes and it goes. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of women, it comes and it stays in the body, but they don't want to feel it. So they stuff it up. And yeah, then you, yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I've been there too. You know, I've experienced that it's, and, and when we're not connected, we can also, um, it can affect our physical bodies, like quite literally, because that mind and heart will get, guess what's in the middle of that, your throat. Yeah. So you can have thyroid issues and think and, and problems expressing your opinions and your voice and, you know, because it's not safe. It's not safe to show emotions. So why would it be safe to say how you feel? Right. Yeah, True. And, And, um, yeah, but it's the same with the gut feeling. A lot of women, because they are so disconnected, they are too much in their head. They're disconnected from the gut set. And that's why a lot of women have gut issues. And when, when you say gut, like I, I also think of women because of the reproductive area too. So are you talking about more like, like the gut, or are you talking about like that sacral chakra kind of, uh, you know, the, the creative energy, you know, or are you talking more like intuition? Like just listen to your gut. Yeah. That's the intuition. Yeah. The intuition. So listen to your gut. It's your gut. It's your, it makes sense. It's it makes sense and sense is yeah. not here sense yeah. is here with the body it's you know um it's it's your female intuition and we mm-hmm. all have them we have we all have a uterus we all have a maternal instinct but we are not making use of it right and that's our biggest biggest gift well, right. And it's, it, I mean, this podcast, it's the inner game of, of business. It's all three of those things really. And it, and the, and that is such a, it's actually a feminine way. It's a feminine balance to business. Mm. Um, and you know, uh, I say that it's over 80% of your success is, is that inner game. Um, Absolutely. and people don't realize that. And I don't know who said this quote, but I heard it somewhere. It's like, it's, it's time to stop trying to force and make mm-hmm. and instead receive and create. Yeah. Yeah. And true. listening to that intuition and, Absolutely. you know, and also like connecting with the divine and praying and, and being open to guidance. Like yeah. I'm a huge believer in that and, and helping, you know, using your intuition to grow your business. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, 
um, that's 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 so beautiful that you said that that in our game because you know you can apply a strategy into your business. You can you can have a coach, a business coach, and do all the things she's saying. Step one, two, three, four, five. But if you haven't worked on the inner game, if you haven't worked on your inner self, on the inner reality, you know, if you are successful, it will be short term. But you really, you know, the inner game is the first. It's like step zero. You have to work first on yourself. And then start applying strategies or whatever you need to be successful. But a lot of women are also looking for like, who am I? And what do I want? <laughs> you know, it's almost 2020. Like, oh my God, 2020, I'm going to change. I'm going to do whatever I want. Or I don't, I'm going to find myself, you know. But you cannot find yourself and you cannot know what to do if you don't know what you are. You need to know what you are. You are a woman. And we need to embrace that difference, those differences between men and women. Mm-hmm. So, and, and yeah, this is not a feminist type of no. viewpoint at all. Like we're not Absolute, talking about no. feminism. We're just talking no. about and, uh, be a woman. Don't stop yes. trying to be a man. Indeed. No, exactly. Because look, the, the feminism, if you look at feminism, uh, of course, it's a beautiful thing and it was needed, of course, and it is still needed. But the execution of feminism is a kind of masculine. So I'm more like, be that woman, just be yourself, be that woman, the powerful one, you know, own your stuff. You need to own your stuff. You need to know yourself really good. And you need to be more aware of your own patterns Mm -hmm. and get that breakthrough to stop that pattern, whatever that is, you know, to, to create that better future for your new generation. You know, Uh, why I do what I do. It started with my daughter, the entrepreneurial journey. It started with, for my daughter, for my daughter, I'm I'm here for her. Why I do my business right now, the way I do it right now, focusing on women. I do that because I want my daughter to have that chance, you know, more chances than I had or an, another uh, 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 way of looking at life, you know, because there's a lot of things we are doing, which is a masculine way. You know, mm-hmm. we have been taught, you know, if you look at business, you know, we have been taught to focus. Really, We have to focus if you want to be successful. You need to work on goals. Of course you work on goals, but let me tell you, a woman can can freak out because of those goals because goal setting is really a masculine thing. Uh, To stay consistent in your business, you have to be consistent. Every day you have to write Facebook posts and every day you have to do this, this, this. Consistency is key. Well, let me tell you something. Women are consistent, inconsistent. Yeah, consistently inconsistent. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, how can I be consistent every day? I am not the same person as, as I was yesterday because, you know, or last week, because last week I had my period and now I don't, you know? So that's a whole True. different dynamic. In I mean, body. people are probably laughing right now listening to this, like, but there's truth to it. Absolutely. Really? And like, I mean, I, I feel like I'm not the same person I was three months ago. You know, I'm learning constantly and this could be true for men too, you know, but it's like, we're changing every day. We're going through 
you know, this cycle of, of, of death and rebirth, death and rebirth, you know, constantly letting go of things that no longer serve us and bringing in new things. And yeah. we're constantly progressing as human Absolutely. beings. Absolutely. What we're supposed to do and women who are stuck are not progressing are not moving forward because they keep watching uh, at the part at their past issue instead of looking through their fabulous opportunities, fabulous future opportunities. So what I mean by that, like, for example, last week I had my period and now I don't, you know, that's in, that's in different dunya. I'm a different person. I can do much more things now than I, when I had my period, when I had my period, I had, I had more time to hibernate. I had more time to go within myself. What do I want? Who am I? What, what am I? And am I doing the things I love to do? That's more like a soul journey, an inner Mm -hmm. soul journey. Mm -hmm. But when my period stops, I'm in totally different dynamic. I am more like, let's do this. I'm going to start this project. I have this new energy around me. I can do this and I can do that. And I can go to the gym and I can, I can start a lot of new projects because I had, I have that energy and because of the hormones, you know, are partying in our body. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'm a different person then. And next week, next week, when I have ovulation, I am a different person again, because then I have my ovulation and then I'm more attractive, you know, biologically, you're more um, outgoing, uh, you're more outgoing, you want to socialize more. And yeah, um, that's a different person. And the week later, I will have, I will be in a very kind of negative vibe because I had, I would have a negative head talk. It's normal. Um, I will clean out my house very well. Um, and then a week later again, I'm back. I have my period and that's the whole cycle, you know? <laughs> and isn't it interesting that, that there's a, there's a metaphor there. There's actually a parallel to nature's seasons You know, with the period being winter and the hibernation and the reflection and just taking inventory and, and then you've got the spring energy where you're like ready to start new projects, ready to go. And then, you know, then the next one, when you're ovulating, it's like, okay, it's fire, you know, it's like socializing and that, you know, more extrovert type of energy and like, you know, let's do this and, and, you know, complete some things and, Mm. um, and then that, the, the fall you've got, you know, summer and then fall where it's like, uh, okay, things are starting to decay. The leaves are falling off the trees. Uh, you know, we're headed for winter exactly, right? So it's so interesting. That's right. (laughs) So it's so, yeah, it's fascinating how we're wired and, and there's these cycles that we live in a fractal universe, you know, where we see the pattern, uh, everywhere in nature. Um, True. So, but I think, yeah, I, I see a lot of women are laughing about this, like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. But really, seriously, girls, it's this is your natural flow. Literally. Your, literally, like, literally, it's your natural flow. And if you go against it, you can go against it once or twice. Or, but if you do that for years, you will hit that wall. You will hit that wall. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, since I do that, uh, Christy, since I uh, follow those four seasons in my business, you know, I have here my passion planner, you know, I have my passion planner 
And every month I write down my four seasons, like when, around when will I have my winter, my fall, my, my summer. And seriously, I, I plan, I schedule my, my appointments according to my, to my seasons. And um, yeah, and sometimes I have this big workshop within a corporate bank <laughs> or in my winter time. Yes, that happens too. But then only, um, by only knowing that I, I could be tired, more tired because of the winter time, by only knowing that I, um, I, I need to go within but I have to be outgoing because I'm doing a workshop. Just only be aware of that gives me so much peace already. Yeah. I love, yeah. I could see how the peace would come just from planning and knowing ahead of time, like you're going to be in sync with how you're feeling. And you know, how many times do we wake up and we're like, Oh gosh, I really don't want to do that. You Mm. know, as women, at least, I mean, men men probably feel that way too, but it's like, I've got this on my calendar. I wish I really didn't. And it's probably because you're just not feeling it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So how, so, do, how would we optimize our calendar? So like, where would you put those big workshops? Would it be during the, like the, the spring phase, the summer phase like that? Yeah, I would do that? that. Yeah. I would do the spring, uh, summer. It could be also fall because in fall time you are more creative. So interesting when I have sales calls, but for example, in my business, I have them in my fall because I'm, I become very creative in the conversations. I don't know, you know, it's, I am creative, more creative. So yeah, so you can have like, for example, uh, sales calls in, in, in fall, but um, uh, networking in summer and uh, in, in spring, you can start a new project. Mm-hmm. You can make new plans and uh, schedule everything. So saying to a woman to be consistent, then you are successful. That's a kind of challenge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are there any other myths that you can think of, like, like these 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 mantras or philosophies that we put upon ourselves to try to fit into the man, man's world? You know, that really kind of go against our so-called flow. Like, can you think of anything else? Like an, another example? Yeah, another scenario? example. Um, um, yeah. So. Uh, like for example, the, 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 that, that corporate corporate workshop I had, for example, uh, when I when I didn't know this, I would punish myself. Like you're stupid, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, you you should be more, you should be better, you should be. Th-. You know, I would I would be so harsh on myself. But now knowing I have my period, I have to be more kind to myself. I have to do, I'm going within. It's more like, it's more, it's more peaceful. So yeah, a lot of women are punishing themselves because they're not good enough. Um, When you have a big project in your winter time and it's not working as you want it to go, you will punish yourself and you will find that confirmation. You're like, you see? I can't. You see, I can't do it. I'm stupid. I'm dumb. I'm whatever. I'm not good enough. So, and I feel, I see a lot of women are struggling with that in my practice. Yeah. This is genius. I remember when I first heard about it, I was like, what? Really? (laughs) 
But the more I thought of it and then the more like the next month went by and I was like, there's gotta be some truth to this. This, this makes a lot of sense. And now when you're bringing this up in the podcast, I know there's like you said, there's probably people like, yeah, yeah. Right. Whatever. Or or men listening to this, like, huh. (laughs) But there's a lot of truth to it. Absolutely. Well, probably the men could more understand their partners, their, their, their wives or their daughters, you know? You know why my husband recognized totally when I'm winter, when I, when I'm PMSing, not in winter time, because in winter time, I know I'm, you know, I'm, it's okay. But the PMS, you the know, fall, the, the fall, yeah. the fall, yeah, the fall. And then the bridge to winter, like, ugh, like ugh, everything is a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. Every, the emotions are amplified, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, yeah. So and that's I, our I, nature. We don't need to get down on ourselves. Like, oh, how dare you get angry or how dare you, you know, exactly. react that way. I mean, yeah. I mean, keep yourself in check, of course, like exactly. have some self-control, but like exactly. at the same time, it's like, look, give yourself some slack. Your body is doing mm-hmm. some things that you don't really have control over. Yeah. Yeah. True. So yeah. yeah, since I'm doing this, it's I guess I have so much peace in my business. I know exactly when, what to do in what days what seasons and yeah i love doing that so yeah. and i teach that uh my clients of course because um, yeah that's really really important yeah yeah so um as far as that's concerned like what like when your clients first hear about this like what are some of the breakthroughs that they have with the female factor like yeah, they understand themselves more. Like I told you in the beginning, like everyone is seeking like, oh, I don't know what I want. I don't know who I am. But you know, you have to know what you are first, a woman with the cycle and her hormones. You know, you need to accept that. We are not a man. And I see a lot of women are, you know, also in, a, in, in our business, by the way, Christine, you know, you and I, we are from B-School. And I see a lot of, you know, successful women, you know, um, applying those masculine uh, uh, tools and they become successful. And that's great. You know, that's, that's really cool. So masculine tools are really uh, successful for one in five women. So one in five women, women, they have more than masculine thing within them, but the other four in five women are not, are really like having issues with that, having problems with applying masculine things. So, yeah, um, you need to be more aware of that. Um, just, you know, for example, today I was doing a, in a mastermind, I was doing goal setting and I don't like the word goals. It reminds me of the corporate world, like goals, 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 you know, <laughs> KPIs, metrics. Yeah, <laughs> please. And, you know, and I'm like, and I was like, why, why am I upset about this word? You know, goals, goals, goals. But that's, that's because, um, how do I say that? Goal setting is really a masculine thing. Women are more like, need to more like um, broaden their view. Women need more like a destination. Women need more like a big, a big idea, bigger than them. Bigger than a them. Mission. Because it's something a to mission. stand for. Mm-hmm. Yes. Philosophy. Than, uh-huh. Like a philosophy. Yeah, like a mission for their future generation because we have that maternal instinct we are doing that for our children and the goal setting thing it's more masculine thing because uh if you if you know you know by biology a man when a man looks through his eyes 
they have more like M ganglion cells, something, you know, something, an, an item from biology. But men looks, look from the, through their eyes in a peripheral way. They look already broadened. Their, their view is broad. All right? The hunter, who looks broad, sees its prey and is going to hunt on their prey. So that hunter needs a goal, and that's the prey. Because mm -hmm. his view is already too broad. Or the woman of his yeah. desire, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. So <laughs> he needs to focus totally. on that goal yes. so that he can get the prey, right? Mm -hmm. The women, we, we, look in we, we already look in, uh, focused. We are looking already in details because we need that. Because when we have this baby in our arms, mm -hmm. We need to look in details because we have to look if she's healthy or not, or the baby is healthy or not, he or she is healthy. So we look to the eye. We see, we see though, you know, we see things in faces within people because we look at details. So last time I had a workshop and I had this, uh, I don't know, I had, I had something here, you know, and there was a woman like, oh, you have something here, at your, you know, here at, at, at your, at your um, teeth. And I'm like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> but that's typically a woman who sees that because she sees in details mm -hmm. and a man can't. Mm -hmm. So goal setting is something masculine because they need it because they look their broad. They need to focus and take a piece of that broadened view and make it happen for them. Mm -hmm. We women need to broaden our view and have that mission, that destination, that fabulous future. So yeah, that's a totally yeah. different vibe and energy around that. Yeah, that totally makes sense. It's like we're coming from the details and needing to broaden our horizon, whereas the men already have their horizons. That's why they need goals to mm. focus in and zero in on that on that voilà. end yeah. result. Yeah, it's so interesting. Um, different energy, definitely. Such a different absolutely. energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and and that's why I'm I'm um, I'm like evangelizing this the difference the differences between men and women. We and honoring so... the men too, like you know of what I mean. Of course, of course. You know, some, yeah. like there's some viewpoints out there that are like, you know, diminish men. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't think that, you know, by empowering women, we need to diminish men. I think we can. Yes. Be, be equal, but know that we're different. We have our differences, but yeah. one's not better than the other. Right. And no, we need each other. Yeah. We need each other. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we need yin and yang. Yeah, yeah. Yin and yang. We need each other for have a baby. You know, we need mm -hmm. each other, but yeah. we are creating the one, the baby. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so that's why we are the creators. We mm -hmm. are creators. We don't have to think about creating that baby it's already it just happens it, it happens you know it's our you know our unconscious system mm -hmm. so yeah and and you know another 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 big difference uh christy is that uh women suffer um from 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 a gender trauma so it's 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 epigenetics and if you look at the science of epigenetics we we not only inherit you know, the traits of our ancestors, but also we inherit that trauma and drama. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for thousands and thousands of years, women have been oppressed, suppressed, and become depressed. <laughs> and that trauma, that drama, it's inherited generation by generation by generation by generation. So 
yeah if there is a pattern in your family it's that it's it's inherited trauma unresolved uh trauma mm -hmm. so that's a big difference i mean like i told you it's a masculine world well we we women we were like uh secondhand uh citizens you know mm -hmm. in, in some some countries um here in the netherlands um a couple of hundred years ago if you as a woman if you were weighted by the church as too slim you were a witch wow yeah so it's here in europe you know uh, if you are like this slim you are a witch so yeah uh, a lot of women are, are are struggling with their weight yeah because if you are fat if you are fat it's safe <laughs> you know it's an unconscious program yeah. No, there's so much truth to that. And, um, actually in episode five, if anyone's interested in learning more about epigenetics that we spend the entire hour talking about epigenetics, oh, yeah. oh, it's wow. amazing. And, and this is a real science, like mm -hmm. just how DNA is passed from generation to generation. And that affects physical characteristics. I mean, these are the negative patterns um, and trauma and emotions that can carry in the cells. Like they've proved this scientifically. It's so interesting. And so if you have these unconscious patterns, you're not even really aware of them until something bubbles up and, and, and until something gets triggered and you're like, oh, why, again? why did I, or it happens again, or, yeah. or it's like, uh, you know, women for centuries, their voice has been suppressed. So yeah. when we talk about this disconnection earlier, it's like, you, I, I mean, I had this, it's like, it's, it, it, I've done a lot, a lot of work on it, but it, it's like, you know, to express yourself and be able to even have this podcast, for example, and to be, yeah. you know, voicing something in public. I mean, a couple of years ago, that was a very scary thing for me, yeah. you know? Mm. Um, but you know, I do recognize that there's a lot of, I mean, there could be childhood things going on, but there could also be generational things going on. Um, that you're not even aware of that were Indeed. passed down and they're just kind of like there until you yeah. decide to address them and overcome them and empower yeah. yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why we're going back to, it doesn't, it, it's not about who you are or where you want to be or what you want. It's about what you are. Do know what you are, you know, and yeah, well, those are one of the differences between men and women, you know, which is really, really important to be aware of this. Yeah. Well, it's so foundational. It's like when you, when you start talking about who you are, that's different, right? Than what you are. It's like, you got to know what, exactly. what you are before exactly. you address exactly. the who. Yeah. And, um, so, and, and even to think about what your mission is or why you're here on earth, like what's your purpose. Right. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. it's, it's, that's so important. I'm glad that we talked a lot about that. That's great. Um, yeah. let's, let's talk a little bit too about, um, so you, you really believe in the law of attraction yeah. and what is the law <laughs> of attraction for people? I know there's people that have different definitions. What's your definition of law of attraction? Well, the law of attraction is an energy, um, like the law of gravity, you know, where your intention go, energy flows, where you think of it's there, you know, and it, it, it's, it, it, it's not about, does it work? It works, but it works with good stuff, bad stuff and ugly stuff. 
So when you focus on negativity, you got more negativity. When you focus on positivity, you get more positivity. So, and how to recognize where you're focusing on? Well, just look around, look around and look what happens in your outer reality because it's just a reflection of your inner reality. And if you are stuck and if you are in a negative situation like I was, I was in a very, very bad situation a couple of years ago. And I was, I was in a family war <laughs> and I, had, I felt so much negative emotions, Christy, like hate. I was so angry. I was so frustrated, betrayal, hurt. And then, you know, it was like a cocktail of, <laughs> of, of, of toxic uh, 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 emotions. And I felt that. And I didn't feel that like one hour. I felt it all the time, like 24-7, the whole year, you know. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't process that emotion. I couldn't process it. It was, it was all the time. And when you focus on negativity, you get more negativity. That's the law of attraction. That's, it always works with good stuff, bad stuff, and ugly stuff. So if you want to know what you're focusing on, just look at your outer reality. And if you see a pattern you don't like, change from within. And then we come again to your inner games, uh, uh, Christy. So, yeah. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, even, even if there's, let's say you have a neighbor that's messing with your mind that you don't like very much, yeah. you know, it's <laughs> exactly. like, it's not really them. I mean, no. hate to say it, but it's not really them. It's like, yeah. what in them is lighting you up where you're just like triggered in a bad yeah, way and exactly. then healing that. And then all of a sudden I've had this happen, not necessarily with a neighbor, but like you wake up the next day and it's like, they're not who I thought I was in a good way. Like, are they, yeah. they're not who they, th <laughs> isn't that funny? Like it's a projection, right? I just said something that even confirmed it's a projection. It's like, <laughs> like that's kind of like a Freudian slip, I guess, but it's like, they're not who I thought they were. And what no. I said is I'm not who I thought I was. Right. So that was kind of funny. Right. I healed something in myself and all of a sudden mm. they're appearing to me as a different person. Yeah. So Wayne Dyer has a beautiful quote on this. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Totally. So it's all about your own perspective, about your perception of life, you know, and where you focus on energy flows. So that's the, my definition of the law of attraction. And I play this funny game with my seven year old daughter all the time. And when we drive, you know, when we, when we drive like for 15 minutes, we go home and she say, mama, let's play that game again. And so, okay, let's play that game again. And the game is like, uh, let's manifest a pink car. Like, you know, you, we have cars, but a pink car is really rare or a yellow mm -hmm. car and, or purple or green, like that, um, um, frog uh, green it's a really strange color but we are always focusing on those typical colors so my daughter like let's focus on a uh, pink car yes let's focus on a pink car so we are looking for pink cars so where you attention go energy flows and we always find that color car all the time it works it is there <laughs> so try it for yourself i mean i had that a couple of years ago I wanted to buy an Audi, an, um, a car, an, a, 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 a brand, mm -hmm. yeah. Audi, yeah. Audi car. And suddenly everyone was driving that car. 
Like suddenly I, I saw that car everywhere, <laughs> you know, that's where the attention goes, energy flows. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes it's like, we're living in a video game. It's like, you know, what do you want? What do you actually want? And then it's the same thing. It can work for things that you desire as well. Yeah. I mean, that's just a fun little game to prove the point. There's actually Absolutely. a really cool book that I read. Um, now I can't remember the author, but it's called E cubed and E squared. You'll have oh, to yeah. go um, up. Pam, Pam Sprout. Pam Sprout. 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 Yeah. Sprout. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good book. And it has yeah. real experiments yes, that yes, you yes. can perform yeah. that prove or, or, you know, if you want to try to go and disprove the law of attraction, yeah. you're going to be disappointed, <laughs> but yeah. there, I love it. Cause it's like the scientific approach um, to proving the law of attraction for yeah. uh, the skeptics. Right. Okay. So let's talk about your five-step formula. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I've created. So when I started it, uh, the business, I've created my own five-step formula. It's like you know how to manifest. You know uh, how to manifest whatever you want. So I have these five steps. It's called Boost. It's an acronym. Boost. The first step is be specific. Be specific. So Boost. Be specific. What you want. What do I mean by that? Uh, I mean, what I mean is that be specific. What you want is to focus on the things you do want. So. We tend to focus on the things we don't want. We exactly know what we don't want. But if you focus on the things you don't want, you get more of the things you don't want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because that's the way it works. It's a vicious so, cycle. <laughs> yeah. So you need to be more aware. What do you say to yourself? Yeah. That gets you into that situation. So be specific what you want is really to focus on, well, focus is not the right word, but really to be aware of the fact that you are talking about the things you do want instead of the things you don't want. So that's the first step. Second step, optimize your vibration. Optimize your vibration is like, okay, you know what you want, all right? But do you believe do you believe that you get it? Because if you don't believe in it, just stop it. It will work, you know, because you need to believe in the things you do want. <laughs> believe is everything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and it's to optimize your vibration. What I mean by that is, you know, are you aligned with whatever you want? The third step is open and receive. So you do know what you want. You know that you're going to get it. You believe in that. But... Are you ready to receive it? Are you ready to allow that stuff into your life? Because sometimes we don't allow it. You know, we, we even can handle compliments from other women or men or like, ah, yeah, yeah, you know? So are you ready to receive that, whatever you want? And that's really important. So the first three steps are really the inner game. That's inner work. You know, you have to get to know yourself better, know what you are, who you are, what your limiting beliefs are, what your patterns are. You know, it's really like a self-discovery uh, uh, part. The fourth step, that's the outer reality. That's the outer step. The fourth step is, you know, start doing it. The S of start doing it. You know, what's the first things that can bring you closer to whatever you want? It could be anything. It could be something small. It could be, I don't know, but do something. Move forward. Because if you are stuck, if you are... Uh, an, uh, 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 oh, oh, sorry, I, I can't find the word. Uh, to analyze, if you analyze everything you want or analyze every step you're going to take or every choice you're going to make, you're stuck. Mm -hmm. You know, but you have to do something to bring yourself closer to whatever you want. 
So that's the S. The fifth step, the T uh, boost. So the last, uh, the last step, the T is take time to celebrate. You know, take time to celebrate. And what I mean by that is to be grateful and thankful for whatever is already there. You know, because that energy, when you focus on, you will attract. So if you focus more on the good stuff, more good stuff will come to you. And yeah, you are, of course, you're ready to receive it. So yeah, so that's the five-step formula. But there's a step zero. And that's like the, that's, that's like everything. You need to own your stuff, whatever that is. You need to own the things. Like you said about your neighbor, you need to own it. The way you look at your neighbor, you need to own it that it's it's within you. It's not your it's not your neighbor. It's you. <laughs> you know, you cannot change him. You only can change you yourself. Mm-hmm. So own your stuff. And I have seen a very good video of Will Smith. It's actually saying own your stuff. It's actually saying you know take responsibility in your life. Whatever happened in your life, trauma, drama, take responsibility. What do I mean? It's, he, he explained it so well. He, he, he explained it like responsibility is the ability to respond on any situation in your life. You know, that resilience energy, mm-hmm. resilient energy. You know, something happened in life, bomb. Get up and do something. Be responsible. Responsibility, the ability to respond. So own your stuff own it whatever happened in your life like i told you i was stuck in this family war i had to own myself i had so much negative stuff in my body so much negative emotions and yes i was pointing at my sisters and my siblings they started it they started it they started it you know but it's not about them it's about you what have i allowed that that this situation has been created by mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I allowed it. Mm-hmm. You create your own reality or you allow it. Right. So it always starts with you. And yeah, it, it, can, it, it can kick your hmm, butt. But at the same time, it makes you powerful because then you realize like, hey, I do. Mm-hmm. I do can change that situation whenever mm-hmm. I want by owning your stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's super, super, super powerful. Because if you're blaming, you're always dependent on others. Always, always. Yep. It's replace that blame with forgiveness, really. Yeah. I mean, in the situation with your with your sister or your family, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like you yeah. could have just withheld forgiveness and blamed, blamed, blamed. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, it's not for you to decide if they deserve forgiveness or not, right? You're not the judge. It's like... It's like, just own it, you know, and, um, there's forgive a, yourself, forgive yourself, forgive them. There's yeah. a really cool practice. Um, Ho'oponopono. Are you familiar mm. with that? Mm, yeah. We talk about that a lot in episode one about forgiveness. And so if anyone is having a struggle <laughs> forgiving, you know, that's definitely an episode to listen to, but I agree. It's so empowering when you can just say, you know what? You know, it doesn't mean you have to accept the behavior if that you don't like. You don't have to hang around people you don't like, no. but you, it is up to you to forgive them mm. so that you can release that negativity and you can attract more of what you do. Exactly. So if you have such a negative charge towards yeah. something you don't want, guess what? You're going to have more of that, right? Yeah. 
That's yeah. what you're saying. And you have to, and you have to look within yourself. Yeah. You really have to look within yourself. You cannot point your finger to others because one finger to them is three fingers to yourself. Exactly. Is it well in in psychology it's projection, right? Yeah. And in the Bible, yeah. it's the beam and the moat. It's like, yeah. it's the, it, we see it everywhere, you know, yeah. whatever yeah, religion you are. I mean, and there's some scripture about that, right? It's about yeah. loving your neighbor like yourself. It's, you know. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, that's, that's basically my five-step formula. I love but it. But the step zero is like, own your stuff. Own can, it. Can I just underscore one of your steps just in particular? Because I think it's so hard for women. It's the T. It's the taking the time to celebrate. Yeah, we can be so off on the next thing. To, you know, it's like great achievement, wonderful. I finished that. Okay, next thing. But really, taking time to celebrate a win and really yeah. patting yourself on the back. Good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even like, if it's to go to your favorite cafe and get a drink or or whatever it is, it doesn't have to cost any money. But no, it's just absolutely. giving you that gold star. Indeed. You know. Yeah, so don't expect that others doing that to you, right. you know, to compliment you. No, start complimenting yourself, you know, take time to celebrate. Life is to celebrate. We, we should have fun in this life. You know, we have, we have everything we can have to be successful, whatever success means to you, by the way. So success is for everyone totally. different. But look, if you, can, if you can see whatever you want, that fabulous future, if you can... If you can see it already, you know, you can, you know, I say future and it sounds very far away, but it's not. (laughs) The future is now. So if you can think about it, you can make decisions from that point. You already there. You you are already there and you can, you can create it now. It's already here. You don't have to wait for two years or five years. So start working on your mission, (laughs) start doing, you know, that's that moving forward energy, you know, instead of, you know, uh, a lot of women in my practice are more focused on the past, the past, the past. I look what I done to me and what I'm blocking myself and they're blocking me and what happened to me and blah, blah, blah. But they should move, like turn around and look at the future. What is possible okay that happened all right okay take responsibility the ability to respond but move forward always move forward by the way it's it's our innate thing we need to grow if we are not growing we're stuck you know Mm -hmm. yeah it's that creative energy it's like you know i i remember this story it just came to mind it was about um a tree that grew on the side of the grand canyon And it actually moved tons and tons of rocks. It burst forward through these rocks. And at the bottom of the canyon, you could see all the rocks, right? But like, and it's this huge tree. It's like growing sideways out out of the canyon. But that, that, that desire to grow and to create is, is, is in nature and it's in us. It's in us indeed. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, how can people learn more about what it is that you do? And after you answered that question, I want you to end the podcast with a final thought or final quote or, or some inspirational thing that you want to leave our our listeners with. Yeah. So, uh, well, my website is, uh, www.theboostcoach.com. 
So theboostcoach.com. Um, uh, you can find my work over there. Um, and the last thing I want to give them is, um, you know, when you own your stuff, there is no excuse for not being successful. Because it makes you so, you are already powerful. But owning it, doing it, being it, having it, it's so powerful. It's so much more powerful than staying stuck and blaming or play the victim or whatever or the martyr. No, it's just move forward and own it. That's really so important because it creates more possibilities for you. I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please subscribe and leave a like, comment, and or review. Every interaction, whether on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, helps this podcast to reach more people like you. Thank you for tuning in to the Higher Genius Podcast.